morning, and welcome to the Batwoman Podcast. I am your host, Jess Plinnies. I'm joined by... Rachel Eiley. Mimi. There we go. And as always, our lovely fourth co-host, Cardboard Melissa. She's actually in chair jail right now. Poor Cardboard Melissa suffering for her sins. But this isn't about Cardboard Melissa. This is about episode one, season one of Batwoman. So let's get right down to it. Well, That's the cue for to talk. Before, right before we got into the episode itself, we do have some news to discuss, which dropped right before the pilot. Um, and that is that Rachel Maddow is joining the Batwoman cast. Um, so if you don't know, Rachel Maddow is a queer political commentator, according to the, the um, article I'm reading. And she's going to play snarky radio personality on CW's already queer Batwoman. Uh, she's Vesper Fairchild, a radio talk show host who in the, in the comics becomes romantically involved with Batman's alter ego, Bruce Wayne. Maddow will not make any physical appearance on the show, but she'll be the voice. Most of the, I think this is important because as new Rachel pointed out to me on Tumblr, this now makes three actresses in the show named Rachel. And that's really what matters here. Wait, who's the, who's the other one named Rachel on the show? It's on the IMDb. Hold on. There's three Rachels. There is three Rachels. Is Ruby short for Rachel? No. (laughs) I just, I never know what short Ruby is actually her first name. I'm a little let down. That's not short for like Rubithy, but. What is Jess really short for? (laughs) Jessabeth. Hold on. Uh, Rachel Matthews is playing Magpie. Wow. She's going to be with Tommy Elliott as the um, hush villain person. Wait, oh, was that the one who was announced when they announced the guy who's playing Tommy? Yes. We get an actual Tommy? An actual guy named Tommy, yes. This is, wow. I mean, <laughs> technically we knew that, but yeah. Yeah. The real Tommy. Okay. Do you guys, do you have anything to say about Rachel Maddow joining the cast? Um, she was, they did, I don't know if you guys noticed when we watched on Sunday, they did add a little part in with her comment. Um, dang it, words. Her narrating that was not in the pilot when we had screened it earlier, so that was new. Because I'm gonna they, be. Oh, sorry. That was new because I guess they want to keep her a secret. So I'm gonna be real honest with you guys. She didn't watch I it. I know. I did not watch it on Sunday. The last time I saw it was at SDCC, but I did watch it chapter two again on Sunday, and then Joker on Monday. And then I was fasting. So I meant to watch it before now. Okay. I just didn't. But I've seen it. We're not going to talk about your bad movies. Mimi, what did you think? I'm happy about Rachel Maddow just because that's cute, you know? Like, why not? God, my audio. I hear it. (laughs) Yeah. um, I agree. I think she's a good choice. It's going to be a good addition to the show. And I thought it was kind of interesting that they left it um, at the time that they did to have a drop right for the episode. All right. Any more thoughts about that or should we get moving on? Just stalking her like Wikipedia page, but there's nothing really too, too exciting other than her being like, I am undoubtedly a liberal. And I'm like, I love you already. She's she's a talk show host. She's on MSNBC. I knew I that, but there was like a quote and I'm like. Very nice to like quote yourself or whoever's writing. I don't know who writes Wikipedia. The wikis? I guess. Okay. So, pilot. It is now finally aired for everyone. 
to see. Excuse me. So the normal breakdown of this podcast, we're going to be going by the A plot, the B plot, and the C plot. However, this is the pilot, so there's only an A plot, and that's not very helpful to breaking down the structure of this episode, but I just wanted to brief the listeners on how future episodes are going to go. So the A plot here is obviously that Sophie is missing and Kate is going to save her. It's literally just all the A plot, so here we are. Overall thoughts and takeaways after seeing it multiple times or however many times you did see it. What do we think, kids? Any different saying than our previous reactions? I mean, I really liked, and again, I did not watch it on Sunday, but I saw a lot of people on my Twitter feed who enjoyed it, and I was like, maybe I was a little too harsh at SDCC. So, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe. maybe. I, I will say that the overall reaction has been more positive than I expected, honestly. Same. I expected it to be a bit more critical, which... I'm not sure how I feel about that. Maybe I'm just being picky, but... I mean, we have all seen it at least two to three times. We're also just also... So we are a little bit more critical. We are also kind of just picky about the Arrowverse. And I'm, like, critical by nature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we want it to be this way. I think we're really invested and we want it to be good, so we're going to be, you know, more picky about the things that we don't like. Um... According to the news, though, we know that the CW obviously invested a lot of money in um, marketing for this, which they didn't do for other TV shows and then complain about their ratings. But they were very happy about the ratings that this um, show got as well. I believe it was 1.8 million viewers. So That is insane. I, real quick about the like advertising. It's yeah. literally I've seen the trailer like this. The same trailer. I saw it at a concert. I saw it at a hockey game, and just two days ago, I saw it while waiting to watch The Joker. There was so much advertisement out, but I don't know how you can exist and not know what Batwoman is. Yet, when I was in the theater with my coworkers to watch The Joker, she turned one of my coworkers. She turned to me. She goes, "Is that gonna be a movie?" And I was like, "Well, I'm glad we have two more trailers for me to unpack everything I know about the Batwoman TV show." <laughs> so it's out there. But a lot of people don't know that it's a TV show and not a movie, because I've ran into that a lot from, like, the locals who don't watch DC TV. Same. I, I had mean, a coworker yeah. today not know about it, and I was like, have you not seen half of the subway ads on your way to work? Cause, They're like, everywhere. I see how they could draw that it. conclusion. Um, I guess, yeah, the way they advertised it was really a lot more towards movies. They don't really advertise TV shows like that. But I mean... Right. It worked for them, and that's apparently where the CW has decided to spend all their advertising budget, which, I mean, yeah. okay, it works. I'll be, I'll be interested to see how much the viewership between episode one and episode two is. See? Yeah, and over that's the rest I, of the season. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hype it up too much yet until we've got the second or third episode. Yeah, back. I mean, it, it does generally, it peaks at the pilot. That's generally the case, I guess. Or maybe it's the season finale. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert in these things. I didn't go to movie college. I did, and I'm still not an expert. I, I hang out with a lot of film majors, okay? I took a class taught by James Franco. We've all been there. We all took film classes. But this isn't about that. This is about Batwoman. All right. All right. Um, um, other thoughts about other it. Thoughts. I, just, I felt like they were trying to stuff a lot of exposition into the uh, pilot, which is obviously a flaw of pilots in general. Um. But dialogue-wise, I know we'd had some complaints in the past. Um, 
we can talk about them now. I'm so excited. Yes, we can talk about our feelings <laughs> on dialogue. Um, oh my! Oh, oh boy! I'm ready. I, I I personally felt that it was kind of clunky at times. I know that's very uh very I can't think of words. Sorry. Um, a very controversial reaction that no one is going to agree with. Very clunky. Um, I think they were trying too hard to get one-liners in there that would be quotable for the trailers and such. See, the suit is little perfection. It will be when it fits a woman. So that's my oh, thoughts. I, so that, that line, that line is in the trailer that I've seen three different times. <laughs> and so when this line, I just need you guys to know from a local's perspective, someone who doesn't watch any DC other than the Joker movie with me yesterday, before yesterday. The one girl turns to me and she goes, is this movie some feminist propaganda? And I was like, well, that's what every other man in this theater currently thinks as we're watching the trailer. Which then went, it's not a movie, it's a television show on the CW. And she's like, oh, like Riverdale? And then we talked about Riverdale. Yes, like Riverdale. But if we're if we're going on on the lines of Riverdale, because you know I can't help but mention my best show. Bad dialogue is kind of a CW standard. It is. That's true. So I feel like That's I shouldn't right. hate this line because I'm not watching like an Academy Award nominated movie. I'm watching a television show on the CW. I mean, Kate Kate did not tell Sophie that they were Endgame, so you know we have that yet. 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 Maybe they're not Endgame yet. Okay, moving on. What did that, did anyone have other thoughts there before we moved on? I do. I have oh, yes. Please um, talk, Mimi. Okay, please talk, Mimi. Oh, God. That line, when I saw it at Comic-Con, people were happy. It was very nice seeing it at Comic-Con to, like, get that experience. And a lot of people clapped at a lot of points I did not expect there to be clapping. But that dialogue moment with the woman line, I think... Myself and Kat, who does Legends, I believe. And I think Super Cat does a couple different DC TV podcasts, but we were trying really hard not to laugh. Because I think that was also her second time, and I think that was, like, my third time at this point. Yeah. Um, um, I watched... And it was... Yeah. It was... Yeah. I, I watched it with Kat the first time when she watched it um, on the first night of Comic-Con, and there was a whole big discussion about it um and one of the things that she said in particular which i thought was smart was it was you know it was a pilot but it wasn't one that they had to get the entire series on because it was a straight to order so they didn't have to shut they don't have to sell the entire series on this pilot they just focus more at it, on it being a beginning so it was not it was more like an introduction than a summary of what you're supposed to get in the entire show so i thought that was interesting that was nicely put cat yes she's good at this <laughs> Okay, I personally had thoughts about the fight choreography because I like stage combat and screen combat. I thought it was a lot stronger than other shows that started out, <laughs> Arrow <laughs> and Supergirl for that matter. Um, I personally ex I appreciated the cast iron skillet fight as well. Did you guys have any favorite uh, fight scenes or did you have thoughts about the fighting? When, when Alice hit Kate with the bat. In the face. Wait, just any time Alice was there. Everything Alice did. Any yes. Okay. That's my that's my answer. Um I liked the hallway fight when Kate was going to fight oh, yeah. Alice. Like that one, that was my favorite hallway fight. Oh yeah, the, the hallway fight. That has to be a thing now. Like 
it needs to be a thing. Like Daredevil did it. Arrow's done it. Like, I mean, no Arrow and Daredevil did them separately, but you know, they did the thing and I love a good hallway fight. The pain, pain tribute. Yes. Yeah. I need that. Yeah, um, I agree. I was, it was well shot. The Alice Kate fight. It, not that it wasn't well shot. I just, now that it was my third time seeing it, I'm like, come, come on, Kate, be a little, you know, like the Kate is the Cape weighing you down. Why are yeah. you? Yeah. It, it was, was the Cape. It was the Cape. And, like, there's no capes for a reason. But I like, mean, honestly, it, yeah, the entire suit looked like a bit much, honestly, but... That's because it didn't fit a woman. Clearly. Yeah, um, yeah they had such a time to do it. I think now that we've, you know, established that Kate has been training for 10 years with all these different types of martial arts, that hopefully we'd be able to see some of that training and they would actually, you know, like, make use of that. I might be expecting too much, but that's personally yeah. what I think. Yeah. Like that I particular mean, fight, it it when I saw it on a much bigger screen, I was like, I'm harsh right now, but also there's <laughs> Cinderblocks, girl. They're right there. Why did you get beat to you? Why? It didn't bother me the first time I watched they're it. Right and then, like, then, like, they're right there. And I was like, you're getting hit by them. Why are you hitting back with them? Yes. Well, she maybe needs to think more about using the objects around her in her fighting. Just shout out to the stunt doubles, though, because... Oh, yeah. Stunt doubles. Stunt doubles are so underappreciated. Okay. Um, so now we're going to do reactions to different characters. Very controversial one starting here, starting with Kate. What do you guys think about Kate? Is I she going to get more shirts? Anybody. Because she was only in the Ramon shirt. Sorry. <laughs> That's her only shirt. She has one shirt. She stands one band and one band shirt only. She's like, you know, those like cartoon characters who wear the same thing every day and you like open their closet and it's just that shirt. Yes. It's I, I can't <laughs> wait for her to wear this shirt for the entire series. Wow. One shirt. So easy to cosplay. I just need one shirt. Okay. I, I, I think I would, I liked her character. I do hope she gets more shirts personally for, you know, cosplaying opportunities, of course, for those who she want to cosplay. She could also hot take, just not wear a shirt. I don't, I don't know how some feminists might feel about that personally, but. This is CW. It's true. It's valid. Okay. I think, I think they did well with her personality. I'm not, I wasn't crazy about the whole like, oh, well, you didn't want me, dad, like thing. Like I thought that was didn't really mesh well with Kate's personality personally, but I, I mean, on that. wasn't yeah. there, I just saw some post on the Twitter um, from someone who probably was at the con that you were just at Mimi, hey. where they were talking about how like her dad is going to be the symbol of the patriarchy. Oh my God. Oh God. Do you, I, I can't find it now. Cause again, I've been offline for like 25 hours. Oh but my God. Why is that funny? That, <laughs> That's like quote, and I'm like, that's first off not their comic canon relationship, and I know we're not there yet, but boy. But also, oh boy. I think that whole thing she's got going on there that I didn't know if I liked is because of that, like, change to her backstory to make her dad the patriarchy. And I mean, we all got bad dads, but boy. Yeah, I mean, hers isn't supposed to be that bad. He's supposed yeah. to be, like, generally a good guy in, like, her base of operations, so... I guess it'll be interesting to see how much she pulls him in and, like, at what point does he get pulled in? Like, is he going to be a Felicity right from the start or is he going to, like, evolve as a character and eventually get involved, like Laurel? So, we'll see. The 
the whole like Kate being that fight scene, like that not fight scene, but like her and her dad yelling at each other sort of moment, like that felt like something we should be getting in like five more episodes. Not yeah. like yeah, it felt that my, like I was just like I don't I get it. She's sad, but like now's not the time to sass your dad over this. I know Alice just messed with your head for a bit, sweetie, but Kate. Get it together. You got a love interest to save. Yeah. Not a dad to like. Save this girl. Attempt to make feel. But like, I get what they were doing with it. I do. But I feel like we're going to get another version of that fight in a couple more episodes. It's yeah, going to have probably. it every, every episode. Yeah. Yes. I feel like. And you it's know, never going to feel right until it finally feels right. Then we'll be like, I don't know why we're getting this now. This is going to be the new Ralph being like, but do I have to be a hero? I don't want to. <laughs> That's what this is going to be. Hopefully it'll be less painful than that. Okay, so our second character that I chose in this order specifically for Jess is Alice. Jess, would you like to talk about Alice? She's beautiful and evil and she can do nothing wrong. I was actually just like a second ago scrolling through screen caps from an upcoming episode. It was just like, wow, she's so beautiful and evil. I'm so proud of her. As as you might know, I've got a thing for villains, specifically lady villains, but all villains that are, like, attractive get points from me. Yes, I'm aware that's a shame. But I, I can't wait. Um, I do, as I, I think I mentioned this in previous ones, I was glad they revealed the whole, like, plot twist were related thing early. Yeah. Because there's some, like, Kate-Alice dynamics that if they weren't related, I think people would ship them. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're like, by the way, they are related, so we don't have a Luke and Leia situation going on for those locals that don't read comics. But yeah. other than that, I really like her. She's the best. She's the one I'm rooting for in this show. I hope she wins. I don't know what she's winning, but I hope she wins. I, I think they established her as like crazy enough to be interesting, but still lucid enough to like actually make a good villain. Which so- I think is kind of a fine balance. That's, that's the thing. Okay, not to, like, talk about something else, but it's so heart-related. So I watched The Joker on Monday, which, if you guys have the ability to go see it, it's DC. I guess you can. I would just wait until it's on DVD. Um, but in that, they established their villain, obviously, as The Joker, being, like, real crazy to a point where, like, at one moment, I almost walked out of the theater because I was like, this is too crazy, and I'm seeing it from his point of view, and I don't like it. I feel like Alice, they make her just crazy enough. Like, obviously, something's not right up there. Yeah. But I feel like she's also more evil than crazy. Yeah. And I like that. I like a little bit of crazy, but, like, mostly just evil. If that makes any sense. No, I I agree. I think that's basically... um... Yeah, no, that's basically what I was saying, that she's, you know, she's crazy enough to make, like, make it interesting and good villain, but lucid enough to, you know, actually have it make sense and for it. Yeah. So, what was I going to say? You make them too crazy, it's just, it's just terrifying. Yeah. And, like, not in a good way. Like, and I felt uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. I I hope we get into, at some point, Kitty, stop eating my food. I hope we get into Alice, uh, where she's been since, you know, she fell off the bridge in the car um, and exactly they, what happened to her till she gets They said down. a thing about that in at Comic-Con. I forget what episode, oh. but I did tweet about it. Like, we are going to get into that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we're going to get into Alice stuff and we're going to get into Kate trying to be like, 
hey, Sophie, I know we're talking about Sophie in a bit, but like, hey, Alice, it, there's a reason why I'm going after her. And Sophie's going to be like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> because Kate knows, oh, that's my sister a lot sooner. Okay, yeah. So it's going to be her being like, but guys, and everyone else being like, but why? She's just a crazy blonde. They don't say it like that, but that's how I like heard that. Clearly you're not, sister. She's blonde and you're brunette. Yeah. That's how that works. They're but fraternal also, twins. <laughs> I think... still, if I was to make one of those those science squares that tell you how genetics work. Punnett square. Um, Punnett square. We know the Waynes have dark hair, which means Bruce's mom had dark hair. Um, which I'm just saying. I'm just guess. I don't think that's actually I think she's blonde. It doesn't matter. You mean the Canes, not the Waynes, though, right? You mean the Canes? No, because Bruce Wayne has dark hair, which means his square is definitely two dark-haired parents, which means the Canes have dark hair. Also, they're supposed to be Jewish, so they should definitely have dark hair. Yeah. And clearly her dad has dark hair, so there's no way Alice should have genetically blonde hair, which means that girl's been visiting a bleach bottle. I'm glad you packed this. (laughs) Yes. If she's pretending to be a genetic blonde, there's no way her and Kate could be siblings. If I was a random person, I was like, this person, clearly a genetic blonde, and this brunette, who should at least be half Jewish if we go by the comics, can't be related. At we all know be blonde. Otherwise, I'm going to end that bad joke right there. Okay, please. Thank you. <laughs> I, think, I think at some point they're probably going to establish that the car accident was not an accident, um, that it was planned. Because yeah. in the comics, that whole plot is a lot more deliberate. And I think that's going to play into Alice's whole backstory. So, I hope then they mentioned that they were on their way home from their, like, because Yeah, that was I got... An easy way to be like, hey, she's Jewish. Yeah, that would have been... I about that. I was just like, oh, okay, we're not going to touch on you, that at all. Like, like, going to, like, Alice's backstory, maybe we can touch on it then. Because I want it at some point. Like, oh, by the way, they're Jewish. Okay, keep moving on. Oh, by, the way, by the way, they're Jewish. Just fun fact. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they have the necklaces in the scene, so clearly the necklaces were from the bat mitzvah. That's that's yeah, that's, that's what they were saying works, here. Right? That's like, how that works. Yeah. Because you know, honestly, the two often, Jews didn't realize that sooner. <laughs> Everyone knows you get a necklace for your bat mitzvah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I got something else, but you know, we've all we all been okay. All right. <laughs> I had a really sorry. There's this. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you two separate because it was Let's let's move on. I can't I'm excited. It. But how about that Luke? What do you guys yes. think? I think he's precious, but I also kept on calling him Curtis in my head and I'm like, that's upsetting. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a valid take. Um, I hope it becomes something more than just the Curtis slash Cisco slash whatever it's called on Legends and Black Lightning. Do they have a Curtis slash Cisco? I mean there's Gideon. Yeah, Gideon's like a hot robot. And Gabby, did we already have this conversation? I feel like we had this conversation in the last episode. Because we couldn't remember what Gamby's name was. Now we know Gamby's name. I do hope he grows into more than that. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I think it would be really cool if he actually gets to be a vigilante at some point. If they actually start, like, growing the team like they kind of did on Arrow, except not bad like Arrow did it. Wait, if they turn him into an actual vigilante, though, that just makes him more... Of a Curtis slash Cisco. I mean, I, well, exactly. And I mean, that's it's how it is in the comics is he turns into Batwing. I know, but... So it would be, it would make sense. But yes, no, he would also be a Curtis slash Cisco, except not as much Cisco anymore because he cured his powers because 
why. Arlos wanted to be free. We're not a Flash podcast, so let's not get into that. <laughs> Shout out to the Flash podcast. I didn't insult you this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I liked Luke. I thought he was fun and cute and adorable, especially when he's like, yeah, you're really not supposed to do that. And Kate's like, I do what I want. I think I think he's going to be appreciated. I'll be interested. I think I might have said this last time, but I'd be interested to see how him and Jacob re- interact as like two of the people are kind of like doing the tech and the intelligence for Kate. Um, yes. I have the feeling he's going to be petrified of Jacob, and I think that's going to be really funny. So I can't wait for that. That's funny. He is not the patriarchy. Hot take: no. Jacob is not the patriarchy. Oh, Jacob! That's such an unfortunate name. <laughs> Jacob. What's that short for? Jacoby. <laughs> okay um sophie what did we think about sophie and let, let's just talk about her character right now when we can get into the other stuff in a minute okay okay the, the part that i really want to talk about yeah it's 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 in the notes it's in the notes <gasps> <bad. laughs> we're getting there i liked her but she just kind of got kidnapped like a damsel in distress said some stuff sometimes. Yeah, she you know? was pretty like, damselly in this episode, not gonna lie. Isn't she supposed to be, like, military trained? Yeah. If you're military trained, how come you're getting damsel caught? Well, yeah. I mean, there were a, she did fight a lot of henchmen. I guess she just didn't have any opportunity to escape after that initial fight. Too Maybe. many henchmen, not henched enough. Not enough okay. henches. <laughs> yeah, I she definitely got captured kind of easily for someone that's supposed to have extensive military training. At least, I mean, I, well, here the, she w- works for Crow's security, but at least in the comics, she was still um, working at a military college while her and Kate were interacting while Kate was Batwoman. So they took her out of the military here a little bit, but she's still supposed to have extensive military training because that's the whole thing is she stayed in the military when Kate left. So. Like, I feel like we're just ripping in everybody, but we're making valid points at the same time. <laughs> I can say something nice about a character we have. I've said something nice about Alice. That's understandable. She's gorgeous, as is Kate, but, like... <laughs> I mean, Sophie's gorgeous, too. I should, yeah, I, should, I should note that everyone in this cast is attractive. CW attractive? But, again, they are CW attractive. Yeah. So, there's, like, a... Like, we're not movie attractive. CW attractive. We're, we're more attractive than any other TV show. It's the there. She well, she was on Teen Wolf, right? So that's you know yeah, classic. Yeah, that's. I loved her on Teen Wolf. I have not watched. Ex- Teen Wolf. I think it's like I'm expecting Brayden, and I'm like, this isn't Brayden, but I'm waiting for her Brayden to show out. You know. I feel that. I feel that. I, I liked. I liked her acting skills overall. I think. Yeah. She played it well. Well, she she wasn't given a whole lot for the character, but I think she played it well. So. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Anyway, um, any thoughts before we move on to Jacob? Anything we didn't cover? I just want to rewatch Teen Wolf now. Okay. So Jacob, we kind of talked about in the Kate thing about him being... Kitty, stop it. She's trying to eat the wire. Sorry. Um, We kind of talked about him potentially being the patriarchy. That's not the feeling I got from the episode. Um... (laughs) He seems very overprotective of Kate, which is kind of ironic, being that she's clearly able to protect herself a lot better than most people. I mean, she did tend kind of get kidnapped in this episode, but she was kind of asking for it. So anyway. Wow. She was kind of asking for it. 
No, what, she, was, what was she wearing that made you think she deserved to be kidnapped? Uh, the Batman suit. <laughs> the Ramon shirt. The Ramon shirt. No, it was, it was that she went into a place where they were stolen. They were storing stolen people and tried to fight the henchmen. That's how she got kidnapped. So it wasn't like they took her off the say they were. I thought you were going to say they were storing stolen people. <laughs> my, my, words, my words have been not, not been working tonight. I apologize. It's okay. Things are, things are rough. But yeah, um, I think we'll get some more of him and see how he plays out. Any other thoughts? Jacob amuses me because I'm like, I get where you're going with this because it's your pilot, but I'm excited to see him get fleshed out because right now I'm, I'm I'm kind of getting some Quentin Lance feelings when he's like, yeah. oh, but baby girl, you're all I have left. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Like that. Well, you've got, you've got a stepwife and a stepdaughter, but okay, Jacob. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> oh, <laughs> on the actual things that matter here, one of the things I saw interesting was like the whole like Crows thing, obviously like the conflict between that and like GCPD, which I hope is something that happens because he should be, I like. I know the crows are in there to like fix the crime, but like, he's technically should be ranked below them. Yeah. So, uh, I just wonder if we're gonna see anything about that. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was trying to find the article that mentioned he was the patriarchy, and then I couldn't find it. But I will find it, and then you guys will all know what I'm talking about. What is it? Was it an article or a tweet? I. Oh. I mean, I just, I just, wasn't it like a... a, I came out of the NYCC, but I keep searching, like, Jacob Kane patriarchy on Twitter, and it's not popping up. So I'm trying to see... Okay. I I was just trying trying to find it. I was just trying to figure out if it was someone who knew what they were doing or was just some random person tweeting. No, no, it was something that came out of NYCC. So if I go back to people's NYCC tweets, I'll find it. It's just... I'll find it. The point is, they obviously are setting him up to be the bad dad. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a typical DC TV trend of bad dads. Dads are bad. Like, exactly Greg Berlanti, was your dad bad? Is this why we're doing this? Greg, Gregory, do you want to call me? We, we can, we can we, bond for bad dads? I don't think we should get into the daddy issues behind our creators. I Like, personally, I feel like that's a bad idea. I mean, I'm just saying. Not like that. Maybe it's someone else. But it is a trend on, like, DC TV yeah. for them to have bad dads. That's not necessarily a trend on other CW shows. Not yeah. like the parents on like Riverdale are any good, but like their dads aren't bad. Like not the worst. I mean, I mean Bron- Hiram's pretty intense. I was gonna, he's, he's pretty like, bad. He's bad. He was like, like the main villain for the last season. Count. He's a villain. Dad is different than us being like, you know, Jughead a bad dad. Like you okay, know, yeah, true. You're making a you're getting a good parents. Can we just talk I, about how Jughead's dad went from incarcerated murderer to the sheriff in like two seasons? He's really had the best glow proud. up in this town, which is I, honestly I, I, saying something. I love Jughead's dad. Like I think that's a good dad. And so I would kind of like if at some point DCTV could give us a good dad. Not that like I have a good dad to like be like, oh my gosh, just like my dad. Um, I mean, we, dad, we, we have we have Joe West. Joe West is the one good dad on DCTV. I appreciate yeah. Joe West, especially because I appreciate okay. Jesse L. Martin. So. Oh my gosh. That's literally the epitome of a good dad. He is. He's, he's the best yeah. dad. Joe he's everybody's dad. dad from now on. And he's okay. also technically not in the main universe as the rest of them. I mean, it's DCTV, but it's not. So Wait. other than that, we've got Joe West as the one good dad. 
Yeah. Okay. And so how either- about Mary? Oh yeah, that's that's where I was gonna go. <laughs> I liked Mary. Um, I think they felt like they kind of had to shoehorn her into the plot that she didn't really come up naturally. But I thought her stuff was really cute. I appreciate that she's running a stolen medical clinic. That's pretty badass. I don't know. What do you guys think? I hope we see more of her in future episodes. Like I think I could grow to love her, but I need more. The stolen hospital scene was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. in the pilot other than the hallway fight just because i'm like that's a good sisterly moment i want more of those says the only child <laughs> sisters yeah yeah i liked i liked the hospital scene i thought she was you know really bright and adorable and kind of a, a good spot in all the dark gothamness that was appreciated um we, we've talked about previously how she is an original character to the show, but they might be trying to adapt um, the character of Kate's cousin from the comics, who eventually plays Flamebird. So I guess we'll get to see if she eventually suits up or not, whether she just decides to be a doctor hero or a vigilante. Why not both? Well, that's, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just, I thought of that, like, you know that like gif of like the girl with the taco, and she's like, "Why not both?" That's what I imagined. <laughs> you don't know that. I thought gif she had the cheery. I thought she had Cheerios. No, 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 no. She was like, "Oh, uh, wait, it's the taco shell." The why not both girl? Hold on. There's definitely gonna, a, Kitty. Um, stop with the why. Why not both? Why not both? She shrugs, and then she's raised up by cactuses. I honestly have no clue. I just assumed she had a taco. Shell. <laughs> Because there, there was there was a Cheerio commercial and yeah okay the, I'm internet, the internet knows what we're talking about and Nick Sando is trying to attack the microphone right now so if anything happens that's why the any other characters that stood out comment I want to say that henchman that Alice made out with but I still don't know their name other than Sophie yelling something like betrayer or traitor. <laughs> Yeah, someone someone said it in our Twitter uh, our Twitter mentions. Let me see if I can find it. It's I, an old El Paso at home taco kit. Okay. Ooh. I know you were all waiting for that answer. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So, I, I want to know: Is that guy going to be of any use later on, or does Sophie out him? Like, where is that going to go? Or are they just not going to talk about it the rest of the season? So Sophie's gonna out him, really? Okay, so I know. I Sophie, know. this was ironic. Mari L. Her Twitter name is Warrior Bard Twenty Twelve. Because nice. I had said odd scene with Alice kissing, who seems to be an unremarkable henchman. Not sure what he's doing there. And she said his name is Dodson, which is Lewis, Lewis Carroll's real last name. He's Alice's mole. So uh, interesting. Thank you, Twitter. I think he's been outed as a mole now, so he might not be very useful. Man, why you got to get out of the mole? Jess, you know the Riverdale series premiere is airing right now. I'm actually really <laughs> upset that I'm recording this and not watching Riverdale. Sorry, I just went to my guys. Twitter and saw that that I, was happening. I know, I've been trying to avoid Twitter because it's happening right now. It's okay, kids. After this, I'm going to find a way to watch it on the CW app at midnight because we support the CW. Uh-huh, okay. So I any love- other choices? Uh, I feel like more stars of David. Sorry, gotta say it. Yeah. <laughs> more, more. Can can we just, can we please, please Jewish. Jewish, please. Yes. Please, 
Well, as someone who has just fasted for 25 hours, I deserve an episode where they're committing crimes and Kate's like, I can't fight them today. And they're like, why? And she's like, I'm fasting. And then turns off everything and just sits there. And yes. I just stop. But I deserve a 25-hour stream of her just being like, man, I wish I could have coffee or the internet. <laughs> I deserve. Because um, that was me for the past 25 hours. And I just feel like that's real Jewish culture that I'm missing out in that woman. I, th- I think that would make a really interesting episode, honestly. It Thank would be you. really funny in a good way. Yeah. I think that would be a good choice. Um, but anyway, are there any other choices you wish that they did not make? Can I talk about the Sophie yes, thing? Yes, this is me letting yes. you talk about the Sophie thing. Thank you. I've been waiting for so long. So here's the issue with Sophie. Here you go. We have option A or option B. Option A, she is a lesbian that is closeted and marrying a man so that no one knows that she is a lesbian. And she can stay in the military. Which is terrible because it encourages compulsive heterosexuality. And, like, obviously she's going to cheat on her husband with Kate, which, like, if she's not into him, that's fair. But then that implies that, like, they probably had sex and she wasn't into it, which is technically rape. I've got an issue with that. On the other hand, if they make her bisexual, and which is fine... Um, and then they have her cheat on her husband for Kate. It perpetuates the stereotype of the cheating bisexual. There is no scenario in which we win with Sophie being married to a man. No scenario. I, I literally, I can't get over the fact that someone in the writer's room, queer women in the writer's room were like, huh, well, we can either go with cheating bisexual or lesbian forced to marry a man. Both of which are plots that Arrow has done multiple times, so I get why they think this is okay. And they'd be like, hmm, we'll leave it open-ended so that both parties can get offended after the first episode. <laughs> like, the amount... Like, I saw a lot of people saying positive things about this episode, and then we got to the end, and I saw people on my feed being like, wait, is she a lesbian in a relationship with a man? Or the people being like, oh, God, they're going to do cheating bisexual. I'm like, we all thought it. Like, there's no, there's no win in that scenario. I mean, the best case scenario is that Sophie doesn't do anything with Kate until her husband is murdered in, like, two episodes. And then she's bi. Because then we don't have the cheating bisexual. We also don't have the, like, lesbian in a relationship with a man. The only way you can make this work, writer's room, is by killing her husband before she does anything with Kate and making her bi. There is no other way that this isn't terribly offensive that's my I have take. a way of the thought okay my thought is or my hope is that he's going to see the way kate and sophie react to each other just talk like i want him to be a slightly observant dude given their current career i want him to notice that kate and her have a past of some kind whether he knows about it or not and like politely step down because or like not be like, hey, I'm divorcing you because you're into your ex, but like a way to be like, hey, wait, are you happy with me? Are you okay? Like, there's a way to potentially, if this wasn't the CW show, potentially have like a healthier version of a dialogue of like, hey, wait, are you okay with this? And like, yeah, actually talk, making you know? him like, more than just, just a one note character, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like I don't need him in the show by any means, at least not in this particular role. I wish it was her boyfriend or something like that, not her like husband because now it adds into all those things Jessica said but if it was if it was boyfriend and again if it was boyfriend and she was bisexual like I could let a lot of this slide um if it was boyfriend and she was a lesbian and she was like but we've never had sex I could let a lot of this slide 
Um, and she's like trying to like pretend she's straight, but like can't feel anything for him because like I get that military, um, military. yeah, military, right? But like, there's just there's a point where it gets like it makes me uncomfortable, and it's like the the Nissa Oliver thing from Arrow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It made me so uncomfortable. I quit Arrow for like a year and then went back to it. Like that was bad. I mean, that was honestly I mean, that was- a reasonable decision. I don't want that in Batwoman. Yeah. But I also don't want the, oh, all bisexuals do is cheat, because the only other big bisexual representation we have oh. in DC TV Sarah is Sarah, who we love, but who also was introduced as the girl that Oliver was cheating on her sister with, the cheating bisexual. I mean, like, doesn't Constantine also count as big bisexual representation? He is. Yes. He's a man slut, and you know he cheated on everyone. Yeah, also, I mean, I, I was scary. a good... He was, is a twin. Again, the same, like... I wasn't going to argue that he was any better. I just wanted to make sure we were counting for him. Yeah, that was... Sorry, I was going with bisexual women in that case. Yeah, um, very constant Bisexual man. But again, he also portrays that same stereotype of bisexuals yeah. sleep around and... Yeah. We're a bit slaps and we probably are going to cheat on you. And I don't want Sophie to be that. I guess there's no scenario that I feel like I win unless they kill him off before she does anything with Kate. That's the only way I feel like I could stomach what's happening here. That's my biggest issue with this whole thing. I only had minor issues with the pilot up until, like, that moment, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, we were doing so well. (laughs) I've been like, no, I can't. I can't move beyond this. I'm hoping episode two is better. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll probably watch it Monday morning. But I don't have the highest of hopes. It's valid. Valid. Um, in other in other choices, I thought that they, they should have done more with her narration. We didn't really get to see her inner dialogue because like, they, they have it at the beginning, obviously, and then they have it at the end. But I didn't feel like she was like the one that was leading us through this entire story, you know? Yeah. So that was it's just like they were. Sorry, go on. It, it just it didn't it didn't feel like she was like the one in the pilot seat for all of it, you know? Right. It's like they were like, oh, yeah, we did that voiceover. Oh, we got to add it again. Quick, quick, quick. Quick, got to close it on this voiceover. Yeah. Okay. Um, Any additional thoughts anyone had on the episode that we haven't said yet before we get into feedback? I have no thoughts. No thoughts, empty head. Okay. I I think we covered everything. We did a pretty good, pretty thorough job in covering everything. And, I mean, when we're reading feedback, we can react and give our opinions according to what they say. I'm allowed to react to the feedback? Yes. Have fun. Go for it. I will regret this. <laughs> yes, you will. All right. Who's reading the first tweet? Do you want to? I mean, I don't know. Is this a fun one? So this is tweets were in response to our asking for feedback about the show and what they I have to pilot. scroll down the Google Doc, kids. I'll do it. Please. Okay, go, okay. Mimi. Uh, Kenny Carly Jr. at Kenny Carl at Batwoman Podcast. I thought the series queer Batwoman was good. Ruby Rose was good as Bat- Batwoman Kate Kane, and Alice was great too. Not perfect by any means, but I liked what I saw. Hashtag Batwoman. I really liked that emoji. That wasn't there. Andy told us about the emoji, but I really liked the emoji. I do like the emoji too. That's not like a real comment here, but like, yeah. good marketing. CW, you spent some good money on this one. Yes, they did good. Okay. Where's my Riverdale emoji, CW? Uh, Pamela Harvey at Hovering Ladle said, 
I really liked that she had some layers. It was definitely a little choppy, but I thought there were some very well done moments. They'll get into their groove, I think. I, I agree. I do think it was choppy, but I think that they'll hopefully smooth things out as they go. Jess? All right. Anthony Audie at Dr. Odd said, I liked it. Loved Ruby Rose. Alice's dialogue was a little cringe at times, but a forgivable offense. The music seemed off to me, especially the long electronic tension building bits. Once he gets past the introduction episodes and she's in the red and black suit, I think it'll be great. So I, I just I just want to establish that I didn't rig that, so you would read that tweet that just I, happened accidentally. <laughs> thing. I'm focusing on the music thing. Um, but now that I'm going to rewatch the episode, finally, after this podcast is over, yes. I'm going to pay attention to the music, because that's not something I typically notice, mm-hmm. but fascinating. Thank yeah. you. That's a good, that's I, a good uh, observation. I agree with them on that. They did that thing Teen Wolf did sometimes where the audio was like normal, but the music was really loud that like there are moments where I'm like, I know what they're saying because I've seen this, but also lower that audio. So it's yeah. like Says a the team. person with like really bad audio, but like you get the idea, like you know those scenes when the music's too loud and you're like, I don't know what anyone's saying. A yeah. classic CW moment. Subtitles. Might we need them? This is why we watch with subtitles. I always watch everything with subtitles so I don't miss a word they're saying. Yeah. Except when I go to the movie theater. Going to the movie theater and there not being subtitles might genuinely be my least favorite experience ever. That's what, it's my issues when I'm watching live TV now and there's no subtitles. And I'm just like, wow, I'm really spoiled. Okay. Mimi, do you want to read the next tweet? Uh, yes. From new Rachel, Rachel Joy 23 at Bounton Podcast and at the Flash Podcast. I really liked it. It was better than I expected, and I really want to watch it a second time. Already enjoying Sophie and Sophie and both of Kate's sisters, and looking forward to seeing Kate's real suit. Yeah, I was just like, Kate yeah. has two sisters? And then I realized, she does. <laughs> Same, because the way I paused, I was like, wait. And then I realized I'm reading a tweet, and there's no pause, really. There's a comma. Um, so, like, your pause made me like, wait, she has two? Yeah, yeah. For that, Mimi. Uh, new Rachel did also send us a video, but I can't figure out how to make it work with my sound right now, so we're not going to be able to play that. I've so, so New Rachel, I loved you saying creme brulee. I was so proud of you. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me. I might have to. Video. I might have to. I mean, but then that's the most important part. Okay, hold on. I have to unplug my headphones for a second. All right. We have to be quiet. Okay, let me see if this works. Hi, Batwoman Podcast. It's me, New Rachel, with my Batwoman shirt and my Funko um, Bombshells Kate and Sarah Lance. And uh, so I heard your spot, carriage spotlight on Alice, and I really liked it. And I agree that Alice is very attractive. And uh, Krim... Bible. That's my attempt to say crime Bible like crime Bible. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Can we become best friends? Wait, wait, plug the earphones in. Yeah, they're in. Okay. I, I loved I love that. New Rachel, you're wonderful. You are now my favorite Rachel. After the oh, no. Rachel that plays Alice. So you're like my second favorite Rachel because you said crème Bible. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so... That was so cute, though. It was! The next tweet was from Ghost of Jarf at Inspector Flora. 
And they said, enjoyed the premiere, thought Alice was a standout as the villain, and appreciated her performance more because of the backstory you shared on your last episode. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you appreciated it. Thank you. Um, we The next one is a continued tweet, but we can trade off reading per tweet. So No, we'll, I have to read the whole thing. I mean, if you want to do that, again, I did not oh, set this up. It's just, I got it's so much more sense now that I realized. <laughs> You're reading it in order? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Paperclip Freak. At a paperclip freak. Here comes a long... Oh, no, I already messed up. <laughs> cut that, cut that. I'm going to try again. Paperclip freak at a paperclip freak. Here comes, again, a long tweet, winky face. I like the pilot. Thanks for the first episode. They established the series well. I already messed up again. Man. Just keep reading. No, I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut. I'm going to do it from the beginning. Cut I'm, it out. I'm cut not, it out. I'm, we're not cutting this. <laughs> Mimi, can you get the timestamp? You get a couple. Uh, okay. Thank you. This is my first time doing this. I'm going to read it again. It's your first time reading? <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Stop. I'm going to cut all of this. <laughs> paperclip freak at a paperclip freak. Here it comes again, a long tweet, winky face. I like the pilot. I think for the first episode, they established the series well. Alice stood out. But Rachel Skarsen is amazing, so that's no surprise. The dynamic between Jacob and Kate is interesting. The tension is very like the comics. In the comics, Jake saved Kate from an accident, air quotes, in her childhood. They are actually much closer, and Jacob supported her with the Batwoman stuff. It's interesting how that part is missing. Because of the patriarchy. I also like Mary and her mom. They reminded me of the LG comics. Elegy. Elegy. That's not that word. I had issues with the coming out scene. Same. In the comics, she comes out because she sticks to the code of honor. A cadet will not lie, cheat, steal, or tolerate those who do. Military is a family tradition for the Canes. In the pilot, we didn't see why she wanted to be at West Point. Yeah, Kate is a rebel, but she wasn't all the time. She is very disciplined. She became Batwoman because she finally found a way to serve. Being a soldier was a dream job. But I like how they portray Kate so far, and I'm curious for the next episode. Have an easy fast. Thank you. I just finished my fast, so thank you for that. Also, that was a lot of words, but thank you. I hope I read most of them correctly. Yeah, I think their observation about the coming out scene is right. I've read the comic portion of it, and I think it played a lot better. I guess they they just really wanted to tie it to Sophie here, so they just kind of made it limited, whereas in the the, um, comic it was... More so. It was it was still with Sophie in the comics, but it was more about Kate, not their relationship. Okay. Yes. Anybody? Who's oh. reading the email? Mimi, do you want to read the email? If oh, not, I can. Do we read their email address or just their name? Just their name. Don't read their email address. Cut that too. Um, cut, 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 cut. Uh, almost right down the wrong Are you time. Good? And scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And oh, got sorry, it again. The cuts. Cool. So. Derek says, "How old? So, how old was Kate? Elizabeth and their mom. Wait. So, how old was Kate? Elizabeth and their mom when Bruce tried to save them. No mask for Alice? Question mark. I'm already thinking that Jacob is a part of the Bad Dad Arrowverse Union. So, Wayne Enterprise computer password is Alfred. Did Kate train in West Point? Because this doesn't look like it. How does Alice know who Kate is? Alice is really creepy with that switchblade. Alice is after Jacob because she's Elizabeth Beth Kane." Already the dad hates Batwoman, just like other stories. So they admitted that Alice is Beth. 
That was that was beautiful. I'm assuming I, you should just like typed as the episode was happening. Yeah, like I feel like get you know like stream like, of consciousness. Yeah. So to answer your first question, based on the deleted scene, they should have been 13 when Bruce tried and failed to save them. I don't know how old their mom was. I don't know how old mothers are to 13 year olds. Um, and if he's already <laughs> Batman, he's what like at least 23. I mean, he's gotta be. Maybe he like started fresh. He could be 21. Yeah, but like. He's at least seven to ten years older than them, which is interesting because that's in the comics. He's like two years older. Yeah. Um, obviously, we all know Alice doesn't need a mask because she bleached her hair blonde. We covered this. Of course. She's got great lipstick. So it's like, a hair fine. mask. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, that's that's my fear. Just <laughs> mask made of hair. That's what my my like. My it demon would transform into a hair mask. I should stop laughing. I'm not that funny. <laughs> um, well, does anyone have anything else they want to say? I, I find it odd also. The password is Alfred because everyone knows a password needs to include a number and a unique character. It should be Alfred one exclamation point. I mean, my- Bruce has been away for a few years, though, so I feel like maybe two years ago it wasn't, like, that hard. I feel like it got worse. Definitely you at least had to have a number two years ago. Let's be real. I mean, yeah, that's that's valid. I just feel like it's gotten harder more recently. But You want to tell me some computer let you make a password that is a dictionary word with no special character or number? I just know that the Batwoman Gmail password has a number and not a special character. Hack our Gmail. Have one, or, <laughs> you have to have one or the other. Like your banks, obviously, you need both. I feel like if Batman was gonna be real secure, which like he should be, but also he's Bruce Wayne, so maybe maybe not. It's but like it should have been yeah. one of those like randomly generated. You know, like when you make a new account on Google Chrome and it's like, should we randomly generate a password for you? And I'm like, should you what? And it's like lowercase a, uppercase z, two four exclamation point at sign seven seven three b twelve. Like I mean, we're also. They're assuming that that would be a Bruce Wayne who didn't tell his cousins his passwords. I mean, Bruce, Brucey boy, any brain cells in there? Some questionable choices in this Maybe universe. Maybe because Luke's supposed to be the brains, but I don't know. I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> okay. Man, the CW. I think we're we should. Uh, was an organ farming. Get ready to sign Let's out. Let's wrap it up in there because that's a good one to segue out. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys like our podcast, you can obviously find us, found us here at the Batwoman Podcast. We are on Twitter at, at Batwoman Podcast. You can always email our show at batwomanpodcast at gmail.com. And um, our own social medias, you can find me at Canary at Law on Tumblr and Twitter. On Tumblr. Where are you guys? Anybody? Oh, me. Me. Um, I'm Jess. You can find me at Pliny's on Twitter and literally everywhere else. And you can find me, Mimi, at Morganstein17. Shout out to Andy because he put her names in the thing, in the bio on Twitter. Yes, thank oh, you, Also, Cardboard Melissa's in the bio on Twitter. Yay, Cardboard Melissa. She's been really quiet for this episode, but she's still here with us. It's because she's in the shame jail. Poor Melissa. Okay. I think that's all we needed to do. I guess we're signing off, unless you guys want to say something else. Can we Normally for episode I'd say two? Somebody. Yes, yeah, let's go episode two. Episode two is going to be Sunday. Yes. So by the time you listen to this, probably in two days. 
super excited. Yeah. Stay classy, kids. All right. Well, have a good night.